Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nadi Camille, and as always, I'm so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you back for another episode. If you're new to this podcast, welcome to the party. My name is Nandi, rhymes with Gandhi. I am a life coach for creative fempreneurs, <laughs> creative fempreneurs, and high-achieving women, so women that are creative, whether they're working for someone and love the leadership in their job, love being expansive and entrepreneurial in that work, and want some assistance in becoming more organized or uh, leading their team with more confidence or if you're your own business owner maybe you're a hybrid I'd love to work with women who do both who work full-time and are also building a side hustle my job is to help you help yourself and that's my mission that is what I do as a life coach so this week my friends I had a different episode teed up for you all uh, but because of what I've been going through felt the need to pivot it's kind of fun because I get these moments of just explosion, creative explosion. And it usually happens after a coaching session because while I'm coaching, there's these little things, these little snags that my clients get caught up on. And those are universal snags. It's not just them that deals with these things. It's usually all of us. And so what I'll do when I'm in a coaching session is I'll make little notes while I'm taking notes for them of, okay, this is a topic I could come back to. And last week I was looking through my notes for the schedule for February. I had scheduled a different podcast episode for this week. Um, and I saw myself, I, I wrote all these different ideas. It must've been after a session, but then this morning, morning I got up and I was like, you know, actually, I think that we need to come back a little bit, take a few steps back, get some um, of our basics, a refresh on our basics because I was in a meeting and I'm doing another event. I had my first sold out event in January, which was so exciting. We had over 31 people in the room and the next event that I have with this same group, it's a local, I'm in the Denver area. It's a local co-working space. It's a beautiful co-working space. My next event with them is in April. And as we were setting up this event, as we were talking about what is it that people need, what is it that people are asking for, wanting in this season of their life, what is coming up is basics, right? We can talk high level mindfulness and inner child and psychology and, you know, neural pathways. We can absolutely talk that and it is helpful, but sometimes what's more helpful is just asking the basic questions of how do you feel and helping us and helping you all, helping myself navigate how we change how we feel, how we overcome the feelings that we don't want, how we notice with mindfulness and with love these unwanted emotions and how we can transmute them instead of fighting them so that we can continue to bounce back from setback, so we can continue to more readily identify what is for us, right? What we really love and what isn't for us, right? What our hell yeses and our hell noes are and start to say yes more so to those hell yeses by understanding what is it that makes me light up? What is it that makes me happy? Who am I? Some of those basic questions. So this week, I wanted to dive into what emotion is driving, what emotion is driving? This is a very lovely mindfulness practice that I think can be extremely helpful if we're able to slow down. And, and for me, that's what mindfulness is. It's the art of slowing down. Mindfulness, our working definition here is awareness without judgment. 
So in order to be aware without judging our thoughts, for me and for the clients that I work with, it's being able to slow down enough to really notice what it is that I'm thinking that's creating the feeling in my body. So before we dive in, I want to give, I want to back up, zoom out and give you my working uh, philosophy as a coach. This is not my own. I've picked this up from a few sources. Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School uses this as well as uh, Millionaire Mindset. I'm going to double check that. It's a book that I read about a year ago and they actually both use the same philosophy and I use it myself in my own coaching. That is that there are circumstances in the world. The circumstances could be your dog threw up. I have a great job. I don't have a great job. My car broke down. Things that happen in the world. We as human beings have thoughts about these things. I'm upset that my dog threw up. I'm happy that I like my job. I don't like that my car broke down. We have thoughts about the things that happen. Now, when we have thoughts about these things, our thoughts influence the way that we feel, right? And then from there, our feelings influence the action that we take. If I'm thinking, I hate going to the gym, How does that make me feel? Probably pretty crummy, frustrated, resistant to going to the gym. From there, your feelings influence your action. What kind of action are you going to take if you're thinking, I hate going to the gym and you feel crummy about going to the gym? It's likely that you might go to the gym, but not very readily and not with excitement, (laughs) not with motivation, which is totally fine. Sometimes we have to do things even though we're not motivated. And then from there, we get our results, right? But if you're thinking the result I want is to really love the gym, be in the gym all the time, or move my body regularly, but the thought is I hate moving my body, I hate going to the gym, and you feel crummy, what is the result you're going to get from that place? So as a coach, I'm always listening for what are the thoughts and the feelings that you're creating because those are influencing the action you're taking and the results you're getting. So while uh, I think sometimes mindfulness and mindset gets a bad reputation because it's like, oh, you're just thinking about things all the time. You're just thinking and feeling all the time. Those thoughts and those feelings are influencing the action you're taking and therefore the results that you're getting. So I really wanted to back up today. I want to ask you the question, what emotion is driving? What emotion is driving your life? And for some of us, it might be that we've been in a funk for a while. So something like frustration, anxiety, depression is the emotion running our life. On a day-to-day basis, we're feeling apathetic, disconnected, unmotivated, frustrated, right? So that's where this question is coming from. And that's why this podcast came up. Because for me, I had to very recently recognize that an emotion that I didn't want to be driving was driving my life. And sometimes this happens because a traumatic event happens to us and we're shocked, right? Things are going in a specific direction and then something happens that rattles us and we get a result that we weren't anticipating that has nothing to do with us, right? It wasn't that our thought and our action created this result. This is a circumstance in the world that impacted us and now I'm having a thought about it as a result, right? And so maybe you've been walking around feeling frustrated, angry, depressed, and therefore not taking action, therefore not getting the results that you want. My job as a life coach is to help you get the results that you want mindfully and authentically. And so when I ask the question, what emotion is driving, I want you to check in first and ask yourself, how do I feel right now? That's how we start to identify what emotion is driving our life. Here's where I'm gonna um, add a little, my little two cents. No emotion is wrong. So when I ask you that question, I think sometimes people get upset or are afraid to admit sadness is running my life. Sadness is the emotion driving my day today. Frustration is, anxiety is, resistance is. We don't even want to say it out loud because if I say it out loud, it's going to make it real. The fact that it's already impacting you and your emotion, it's already real. So let's just check in. How do you actually feel right now? 
It is okay to say bad. It is okay to say sad. It is okay to say frustrated, lost, concerned, whatever it is that comes up for you. You could be on the other side though, right? Maybe the emotion that's driving you today is excitement, hope, uh, relaxation. First and foremost, just answer that question. How do you feel? That's going to start to help us understand what emotion is driving us. How do you feel? Now, here's where I love to play. What is that emotion saying to you? No matter where you are, no matter what emotion came up when I asked you, how do you feel? The next question is, what is the emotion saying to you? So if you're feeling hopeful and excited today, what is hope saying to you? What is excitement saying to you? I'm so excited that I can't wait until, what is it saying to you? That headline belief is what I like to call it. That's the thought based on the circumstance in your life, right? So how is it that your emotion is speaking to you? Because that is what's driving everything else, right? If you're in a place where you're saying, I feel frustrated and your emotion is saying, Nothing ever works out for me. I want you to pause there. I just want you to notice that. I'm feeling sad and the sadness is saying nothing ever works out for me. Now, the title of this podcast is Believe Like a Boss. A belief is a thought you think again and again. And so right there in that moment when you're thinking nothing ever works out for me, I want you to check in. How is that thought making you feel? Crummy, right? And then how are you showing up from that place when you think that thought? Your brain being the protector that it is, the logical machine that it is, may have evidence that things are, quote, not working out for me like I wanted them to. I've hosted an event, nobody showed up. I hosted another event, nobody showed up. I've been posting on Instagram and on YouTube, my following is not growing. So the brain says, I have evidence. I have evidence that things are not working out for me. And when I think that thought, I feel crummy. But then I want you to check in when you're thinking that thought and feeling crummy, what type of action are you taking from that place? probably inaction, probably frustrated action, probably resentful action. And that from a sales perspective is not magnetic. If somebody is selling to you from a frustrated, resentful, angry place, you're probably not going to want to buy from them. And so when we check into that specific example, what is it that that person is probably wanting to feel instead? I want to feel instead that things are working out for me. Anytime you have a negative emotion, there's also a positive emotion on the other side. Contrast helps us more clearly see what we do want. So if in a moment when I ask you, how do you feel sad? What is the emotion saying to you? I'm always behind, right? That is the the headline belief. That is the thought that's feeling really heavy to you. What's the opposite side of that? I'm not behind. I've got everything going on for me, right? And so then we get to check in. It, it's not about judging the emotion that's driving. It's deciding, do I still want this emotion to be the driver? So if you've been in a place of thinking, nothing ever works out for me, I'm always behind. Is that the emotion? Is that the thought you want to be driving your life? You get to decide. Only you get to decide. Because on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that coin of nothing's working out for me, I'm always behind is everything is working out for me. And I'm perfectly on time. And I want you to check and see how that feeling, how that thought feels in your body. Likely expansive, exciting, hopeful. And then what kind of action do you take from that place? All right. And so this is the power of our thoughts. This is the power of our beliefs. The thoughts we think again and again influence the way that we feel. And that feeling is influencing the action that we take or that we don't take. 
So if we're noticing I'm not taking action, I'm not taking action, my results aren't changing, my results aren't changing, my invitation here is to check in, what thought might you change? How might you need to feel instead in order to take the action that you're wanting to take? So here's the question for you. If you've noticed that I don't like the thought that I'm thinking, how do I know? I don't like how I'm feeling. I'm feeling anxious on a day-to-day basis, right? I'm feeling heavy on a day-to-day basis. My question for you is how would you like to feel instead? Not beating up where you are right now, just from a loving place. I'm feeling frustrated right now. Great, that's totally fine. What is the frustration saying? Identify that first. And then my next question for you is how would you like to feel instead? If you're feeling frustrated and behind, maybe you want to feel proactive and organized instead. Maybe you want to feel confident and excited instead. I want you to identify the feeling that you'd like to have instead. And I want to remind you, the only reason you want anything is because of how you think you will feel in the having of it. The only reason want you, only reason, excuse me, that you want the car, the new job, the confidence, the clients, the sold out event, the brand deal is because of how you believe you will feel in the having of it. So part of our job is to feel that way ahead of time. That's where show up as if it's already done comes into play. So as we identify how we want to feel instead, let's say you want to feel excited instead. I want you to check in. What do I need to think in order to feel excited? If you've been feeling frustrated or beat up, whatever it is, how I want to feel instead and what do I need to think in order to feel that way? I have four different thoughts here that I wrote down and I want to take a moment to look at all of them because again, I think that what can be taken from this that is not being meant or intended to be taken from this is that we're trying to get rid of negative emotion and that is not the case. We're only trying to transmute it if it's what you want to transmute. Here's why. Here's your four thoughts. The first one is, I'm sad. I'll never see my grandpa again. This is a real thought. It's a real thought for me. I'm sad I'll never see my grandpa again. In that moment when I'm feeling sad and I notice, okay, I'm feeling really sad. I'm feeling really heavy. What is the thought that I'm thinking that's creating this feeling? I'm sad I'm never going to see my grandpa again. In that moment, I can decide I'm feeling sad. Do I want to keep feeling sad? I'm feeling sad. Do I want to change my emotion at all right here? I'm feeling sad, dot, dot, dot. In this specific scenario where I'm feeling sad because my grandfather has passed, it's a moment where I want to feel sad. I miss him. I miss his presence. I miss being around him. I feel sad about it. And in a moment, I want to feel sad about it, right? So that might be an example of something sad, bad, wrong has happened in your life. And you actually do want to take a moment to feel bad about it, feel sad about it because we're humans and we care. Right? So that would be a moment where I notice that I'm feeling sad and I actually don't want to change my emotion. I'm going to feel it knowing that it's going to pass, knowing that I'm not going to be sad about it forever. But I just, you know, sometimes I have a moment. I just want to be sad about it for like five minutes and mourn him or mourn my loss or whatever it is. And that's where I have my own back and, and recognize again that sadness. When you think about emotions, think about of like a, you're at a party and there's the, the waiters that walk around with all these hors d'oeuvres. It's about being able to choose which emotion you want and, and knowing that life is a platter of emotions 
and that it's okay that sadness is on the platter and that frustration is on the platter. Your next thought here is nothing ever works out for me. So we looked at this thought. If you're thinking this thought, if you've been thinking this thought, how is that making you feel? Nothing ever works out for me, right? It might be leaving you feeling angry, lost, frustrated, confused, And again, there's nothing wrong with these feelings and there's nothing wrong with this thought. But in a moment, if you're, you're noticing, I've been walking around feeling angry and lost. I've been walking around feeling angry and lost, unmotivated. This is an opportunity for us to check in and see what the headline belief is that's causing that feeling. And if the headline belief for you is nothing ever works out for me, if you're truly believing that, right, if you truly believe that nothing ever works out for you. How that, that leaves us feeling frustrated. That leaves us not even wanting to try. If I truly believe that nothing works out for me, why would I try? But if the reality for you is that you want things to work out for you, that some part of you does believe things can work out for you, my offering is to flip the coin. Things are working out for me. And if you're not ready to think that thought, I want to offer, it is possible for things to work out for me. And notice how that feels in your body. The objective here is to get you into the emotion that you want to be in. And so if you're tired of feeling angry and lost and you want to feel connected, excited, hopeful instead, again, what's that question? What do you need to think in order to feel the way you want to feel? Here's the next thought. Making money and selling is too hard. Making money and selling is too hard. Again, if you truly believe that this is the case, that making money and selling is too hard, what kind of action do you take from that place? How do you feel from that place? For me, it's frustration. When I first started my business and and I truly felt that way at certain moments, making money and selling is too hard. It's too hard for me to put myself out there. It's too hard for me to ask for people to believe in me. It's too hard for me to believe in myself that people would actually pay me. Right? When we're in that space, A, notice how you feel. And then check in. Does your higher self, with all of these thoughts, your higher self, your best self, does your higher self believe that thought, that nothing ever works out for you? Does your higher self, your best self, believe that thought, making money and selling is too hard? My guess is no. Your higher self and your best self knows that you can do anything, that you can learn anything, that you are capable of anything that's been put on your heart, that it's possible in the world but you have to believe it first, right? You have to believe that making money and selling is possible. You have to believe that making money and selling can be fun. Stop waiting on the world to tell you about yourself. I'm going to tangent so hard in that direction. I had to pause. I really want to focus in on what emotion is driving. Here's your fourth thought. I love signing new clients. So this is a thought that maybe you have been thinking or you've been, maybe you're a newlywed, right? Or maybe something great happened. I'm so glad that I got a raise. I'm so excited to be married. I'm so excited that I just got engaged. I love signing new clients, right? These thoughts, check in. How does that leave you feeling? Excited, hopeful, expansive, ready, motivated, happy. When you're feeling these thoughts, I want to do the same thing. It's not just about noticing the quote bad thoughts and then transmuting them. It's also about noticing what's going well and and emphasizing that. 
If you are in a great feeling state, if you have been signing clients, if you have been having your own back and going to the gym and moving your body and seeing your friends or you booked that trip and you're really excited about it, notice that. I feel really proud and excited when I show up for my business. I feel really happy when I book trips with my friends. I feel really connected to my vision when I show up consistently online. Notice that. That is what I would offer as your alignment checklist. In my personal coaching, that is what I do with clients is I'm also listening for what keeps them in alignment. It is different things for different people. So as you're starting to notice the things that make you feel like your best self, that keep you connected to your best self, also notice that so that you can do more of that, so you can incorporate more of that in your life. As I started at the beginning of this podcast, all of this is about you better understanding you and you helping yourself. And so in one season, you might love getting online and going live and it's exciting for you. And so the thought is, I love going live. I love helping people. I love getting on IG live and it's exciting and it fills your cup, right? And so you notice that and so you do more of it. But then there might be a shift, right? A personality shift, identity shift, something that shifts within you. You're like, this isn't fun for me anymore. And you start to notice that. But what can happen is that when these internal shifts happen, sometimes we don't want to go with it. We're like, but I've done this and it's been fun for me and I've always done it this way. And then all of a sudden it's not fun for you anymore. And instead of stopping and pausing to notice how do I feel and what are the thoughts that I'm thinking, we just keep pushing through it. Oh, I've always done it this way. So let me just always do it. Even though Our emotion is such a beautiful alert system for us. Our body is telling us, hey, this isn't working out for us anymore. And so that's why I love that question. What emotion is driving? And do you like the emotion that is driving? Is it joy? Is it gladness? Is it sadness? Are you okay with whatever is driving? You are in charge. You have to be okay with the sadness. You have to be okay with the frustration. You have to be okay with the joy. What is the emotion that you want to feel? What are the thoughts that you need to think in order to allow for that feeling, in order to emphasize that feeling, in order to create that feeling? My reminder here is that all emotions are welcome and that this specific episode is not about, I want you to be happy and this is how to be happy. This one is about, I want you to feel your emotions and I want you to have your own back about it. I don't want you to be sad about being frustrated. I don't want you to be mad at yourself for feeling anxious. I want you to notice the emotion. Get curious about what it's telling you and decide, yes, I want to continue to think this because that's I'm going to have my own back in it or no, I'm going to shift to something that serves me. And again, when we say what serves you, it's about what gets you closer to your goals, what gets you closer to your best self, what leaves you feeling in alignment. That's what serves you. So again, my friends, my question for you is what emotion is driving and do you want it to continue to drive or do you not want it to be the driver? If you're tired of frustration being the driver, what emotion would you like to be the driver instead? And what thought do you need to think in order to feel that way? Right. And then you go all the way down again, the thought influences my feeling. So what thought do I need to think in order to feel a specific way? That feeling influences the action that I take. What is the action that I'm wanting to take? Being consistent in my business, dating online, getting out and meeting new people, moving to a new state, applying for a new job. What is the action I'm wanting to take? What is the feeling that's going to promote me taking that action? Because at the end of it, there's a result that I'm wanting. What is the result that I want? 
And we go all the way back to the beginning. What do I need to think in order to create that result? I hope that this podcast served you, my friends. It's a more in-depth look. I, I said I was going to go more more soft, but it, it it's a basic but in-depth look at what we do in coaching and what we do in mindfulness and psychologists will do. We're, we're coming back to all emotions are welcome. It's just a matter of you being the driver and you deciding the emotions that you want to feel instead of letting the world decide for you. Remember that you're in charge, my friends. Have a beautiful week. I'll see you next time.